0: Our fifth idiom has to do with Stephen. Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N. And our idiom is even Stephen. Even Stephen. Even Stephen is another way of saying fair or equal. So let's have an example. All my children have to do their chores. Stephen. Our sixth and last idiom has to do with Sam. S-A-M. Sam. And our idiom is Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam refers to the U.S. government or the government of the United States. So let's have an example. I pay my taxes to Uncle Sam every April of every year. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's it for this episode. Please follow my Instagram account at Crushing English, my Twitter account at Crushing English, and YouTube channel, which has the handle of, what else? Crushing English. All links will be in the show notes at crushingenglish.com slash episode 21. I'll see you next time. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. This is our 22nd episode I know I know I have been super busy for the past couple of months, and every time I thought of recording, I would come down with a flu. But now, with the recent unfortunate event that we have been experiencing so far in the first few weeks of twenty twenty what with the coronavirus and all these calamities that are happening. I realized that life is fleeting. It's too short. In fact, the recent death of basketball star Kobe Bryant, his lovely daughter Gianna, and their five other friends from a helicopter crash really shocked the world. This is why I have resolved to live life to the fullest and to touch as many lives as possible. Starting with this podcast... Over the past couple of months, I've seen a sharp increase in my listenership and now have around 11,000 listeners. You know what? That's amazing. I'm so grateful to all of you. I promise that this 2020, I would be more active in my podcast, my YouTube, my Facebook, Twitter, and my Instagram. Please do follow all my accounts, with a username crushing English, please also leave a review for my podcast wherever you are listening from. I swear it would definitely make my day and help get the word out now, without further ado, let's move on to our lesson for the day. In this episode, I am going to talk about formal English versus informal English or business English versus casual English. Having a more advanced grasp of the English language will definitely help in ensuring that you get high scores in your English exams. This gives the examiner the impression that you read a lot and have a better understanding of the language. In this episode, I have rounded up a short list Of formal words that you can use to replace informal ones. These words form part of Business English so you can definitely use it in the workplace. It's also very useful for your IELTS exam where the examiner will probably want to test how far or how advanced your English vocabulary is. So let's get started. Our first informal word is throw out. To throw out something is to get rid of something or someone from a certain place. To make it more formal, instead of saying throw out, we can use the word eject. Eject, E-J-E-C-T, eject. For example, My landlord is going to throw me out of the house because I did not pay the rent for three months. To make the sentence more formal, you can say instead, My landlord is going to eject me from the house because I did not pay the rent for three months. So you see, instead of saying throw out, you can use the word eject. Our next word is wrong, wrong w-r-o-n-g. Wrong is the opposite of correct and when you use it in a sentence, it sounds a little bit rude. So instead of saying wrong, you can use incorrect instead. Incorrect, i-n-c-o-r-r-e-c-t. For example, He has been working so hard. You are wrong in saying that he is lazy. Instead of saying wrong, you can say instead, He has been working so hard. To say that he is lazy is incorrect. If you noticed, we modified the formal sentence a little bit. This is because it sounds better to say that a statement is not right, compared to saying that someone is not right. So, instead of saying, you are wrong, try saying, you are incorrect. It's more polite. Our third word is cheap. Cheap. C-H-E-A-P. Cheap. We say that something is cheap when it is not so valuable or it doesn't cost so much money. Instead of saying cheap, you can say instead, inexpensive. Inexpensive. I-N-E-X-P-E-N-S-I-V-E. Inexpensive. It sounds more polite and formal. For example, your bag is so beautiful. I would never have thought that it is so cheap. Now, this is a better way to say that exact same sentence. Your bag is so beautiful. I would never have thought that it is so inexpensive. Again, instead of saying cheap, you can say instead inexpensive. Inexpensive. Our fourth word is get. Get, G-E-T. You say that you are getting something, when it is being handed over to you. However, instead of saying get, you can try saying receive instead. Receive. R-E-C-E-I-V-E. Receive. For example, Hey, when the delivery guy calls, please get my package for me. A better way of saying the sentence is, When the delivery guy calls, please receive my package for me. The word receive is more polite, especially when you are requesting someone else to get something for you. So, to wrap it up, instead of saying get, try saying receive. Our final word for this episode is lucky. Lucky. L-U-C-K-Y. You say that someone is lucky when something good has happened to him or her. Lucky is a casual and informal word, which can be replaced by the word fortunate instead. Fortunate. F-O-R-T-U-N-A-T-E. Some people say fortunate, but in American English, it's better to use fortunate. Say it like that. Fortunate. For example, I am very lucky to have received this prestigious Grammy Award. You can say instead, I am very fortunate to have received this Grammy Award. To replace lucky with fortunate sounds much better and makes the sentence look and sound more classy, giving the impression that your English is advanced. Hello everyone! Happy New Year! This is our 22nd episode. I know, I know, I have been super busy for the past couple of months and every time I thought of recording I would come down with the flu. But now, with the recent unfortunate event that we have been experiencing so far in the first few weeks of 2020, what with the coronavirus and all these calamities that are happening, I realized that life is fleeting. It's too short. In fact, the recent death of basketball star Kobe Bryant, his lovely daughter Gianna, and their five other friends from a helicopter crash really shocked the world. This is why I have resolved to live life to the fullest and to touch as many lives as possible. Starting with this podcast. Over the past couple of months, I have seen a sharp increase in my listenership and now have around 11,000 listeners. You know what? That's amazing. I'm so grateful to all of you. I promise that this 2020, I would be more active in my podcast, my YouTube, my Facebook, Twitter, and my Instagram. Please do follow all my accounts with a username, crushing English. Please also leave a review for my podcast wherever you are listening from. I swear it would definitely make my day and help get the word out. Now, without further ado, let's move on to our lesson for the day. In this episode, I am going to talk about Formal English versus Informal English or Business English versus Casual English. Having a more advanced grasp of the English language will definitely help in ensuring that you get high scores in your English exams. This gives the examiner the impression that you read a lot and have a better understanding of the language. In this episode, I have rounded up a short list of formal words that you can use to replace informal ones. These words form part of Business English, so you can definitely use it in the workplace. It's also very useful for your IELTS exam where the examiner will probably want to test how far or how advanced your English vocabulary is so let's get started our first informal word is throw out to throw out something is to get rid of something or someone from a certain place to make it more formal instead of saying throw out We can use the word eject. Eject. E J E C T. Eject. For example, my landlord is going to throw me out of the house because I did not pay the rent for three months. To make the sentence more formal, you can say instead, my landlord is going to eject me from the house because I did not pay the rent for three months. So you see, instead of saying throw out, you can use the word eject. Our next word is wrong, wrong, w-r-o-n-g. Wrong is the opposite of correct and when you use it in a sentence, it sounds a little bit rude. So instead of saying wrong, you can use incorrect instead, incorrect, I-N-C-O-R-R-E-C-T. For example, he has been working so hard, you are wrong in saying that he is lazy. Instead of saying wrong, you can say instead, he has been working so hard. To say that he is lazy is incorrect. If you noticed, we modified the formal sentence a little bit. This is because it sounds better to say that a statement is not right compared to saying that someone is not right. So, instead of saying, you are wrong, try saying, you are incorrect. It's more polite. Our third word is cheap. Cheap. C-H-E-A-P. Cheap. We say that something is cheap when it is not so valuable or it doesn't cost so much money. Instead of saying cheap, you can say instead inexpensive. Inexpensive. I-N-E-X-P-E-N-S-I-V-E. Inexpensive. It sounds more polite and formal. For example, Your bag is so beautiful. I would never have thought that it is so cheap. Now, this is a better way to say that exact same sentence. Your bag is so beautiful. I would never have thought that it is so inexpensive. Again, instead of saying cheap, you can say instead, Inexpensive. Inexpensive. Our fourth word is get. Get. G-E-T. You say that you are getting something when it is being handed over to you. However, instead of saying get, you can try saying receive instead. Receive. R-E-C-E-I-V-E. Receive. For example, Hey, when the delivery guy calls, please get my package for me. A better way of saying the sentence is, When the delivery guy calls, please receive my package for me. The word receive is more polite, especially when you are requesting someone else to get something for you. So, to wrap it up, Instead of saying, get, try saying, receive. Our final word for this episode is lucky. Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y. You say that someone is lucky when something good has happened to him or her. Lucky is a casual and informal word, which can be replaced by the word fortunate instead. Fortunate, f-o-r T U N A T E. some people say fortunate but in American English it's better to use fortunate say it like that fortunate for example I am very lucky to have received this prestigious Grammy Award you can say instead I am very fortunate to have received this Grammy Award. To replace lucky with fortunate sounds much better and makes the sentence look and sound more classy, giving the impression that your English is advanced. Okay, so that wraps up our 22nd episode of Crushing English. Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't take your time for granted and I'm very grateful. The very fact that this podcast is able to get thousands of listens is amazing. When I first started, I would never have thought that anyone would bother listening. By the way, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, follow my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook page for more English lessons. I'll provide a link in the show notes. Also, If you would like to donate to our show, please send your donations to my PayPal email address. A little dollar can go a long way to help support this show and so that I can keep making more episodes, and hopefully even do this full-time. Everything will be provided in the show notes. As always, I hope that you learned something new from this podcast episode, and if you want to repeat the lesson, then just hit playback or rewind. For show notes to this episode, please visit crushingenglish.com/episode22. I'll see you next time. Okay, so that wraps up our 22nd episode of Crushing English. Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't take your time for granted and I'm very grateful. The very fact that this podcast is able to get thousands of listens is amazing. When I first started, I would never have thought that anyone would bother listening. By the way, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, follow my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook page for more English lessons. I'll provide a link in the show notes. Also, if you would like to donate to our show, please send your donations to my PayPal email address. A little dollar can go a long way to help support this show and so that I can keep making more episodes and hopefully even do this full-time. Everything will be provided in the show notes. As always, I hope that you learned something new from this podcast episode, and if you want to repeat the lesson, then just hit playback or rewind. For show notes to this episode, please visit crushingenglish.com episode 22. I'll see you next time.